So it's one of the last two remaining Beatles, right? Yeah, but why would you pay money to go see Ringo Starr in concert? I d- <laughs> so dumb. What are you talking about? Paul McCartney, sir. Oh, yes. Sir Paul McCartney. Th- he's been knighted. I would pay to see that Ringo. That means he can just, go just... two steps forward and one step to the side. Wow. I would just uh, I would just not pay as much to see Ringo, you know. I think Ring- Ringo. I don't even understand why Ringo's even famous, other than he's the not famous. I guess George he's Harrison is the drummer. least famous Beatle. He is a great drummer. If you talk to actual drummers, and I talked yeah. to one a couple weeks ago, the guy, a musician that was in his 60s, he's like, people don't understand this, the, the, the sound that he gets out of his... Out of his uh, Drum set? Well, specifically the... what's His drumsticks? I think it's the, the snare. Is that, what's the main one that you hit? The drum? I don't know what it's called. I'm not exactly hey, drums. Anyway, I'm not a drummer. <laughs> the the sound that he gets out of it is he's like is yeah. just amazing. People okay. that are drummers are like wow, you can tell that somebody playing the drum set and then Ringo get on there like whoa. It's like when you hear a really good sound from like you know Miguel Cabrera or Mike Trout hitting the ball, you know, as I'm opposed to like Muniel Escobar, you know, <laughs> as opposed to when I get up to bat and it and it just meekly anyway deflects uh, off. McCartney, seventy two years old. Still got it, Ray. And you went to go see the show. I did, and we had great tickets thanks to our, you know. Who'd y'all go with? Uh, who did I go with? I went with uh, Jeff. Big Jeff. And Doc Pete. Doc Pete. And Nate. You know Nate. Big Nate. Yeah. And eight is great. That's right. Two of those guys are going to be in the Raisin Brent Fantasy Football League, you guys. By the way, uh, you are listening to the Raisin Brent Show, and I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And uh, we got a lot. I mean, like, we took a little bit of extra time off. You know, I went to Vegas, lost a yeah. bunch of money. You are back doing your thing again, mm-hmm. so uh, we, we found the time. You know, as Bob Dylan would say, things have changed. Things have changed. Ugh. We're going to talk a little <laughs> bit of Major League Baseball, unfortunately. <laughs> I've got a little rantiness I need to do about your Detroit Tigers. Uh, as we record this, and I'm Ray, sure I will not tonight. let you rant about a team that's about to win the World Series, I'd sir. Stop it. I, uh, I deflect it all. I say, obviously, uh, as we record this, Kansas City Royals have taken a half-game lead. How do the How? how I don't the, No, I don't know how. I mean, I, I guess if you just look at the math, like Detroit loses every day and Kansas City wins every day, it's going to happen eventually. You won eight in a row, and we won like two out of eight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wow. you made all those games back and more. Uh, but uh, tell us about So how was the Paul McCartney concert, though? I mean, uh, I, I cut Paul you off Paul McCartney mid-stride. sounded great. A uh, lot of, you know, it was great because we actually had such good seats. We were like, oh. There's people walking by us that are celebrities, you know, much bigger celebrities than we are if we have any celebrity at all, uh, no. which is probably none. None. Uh, I was like, oh, there's Corey Haim. Uh, not, well, not Corey Haim. Corey, if Corey Haim was there. <laughs> I was like, what kind of like, show is this? Ah, ghost! <laughs> it was Corey Feldman. Paul McCartney's playing at the Pet Cemetery from the Stephen King <laughs> Corey book Corey Feldman. Uh, Thomas Jeez. Gibson from, uh, you know, Greg from Darman Greg, okay. and he's on uh, Criminal Minds. Gotcha. Um I saw this girl from the real world, like season two, that named Beth. That you know, a lot of people didn't like. Yeah, she's a hated uh, she was one. infamous on the show. And uh, um, who else? I say uh, Clark Duke from uh, The Office. Yep, yep, funny guy. And who else? There was one other person. Uh, was it Red from RoboCop? <laughs> it was not. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Or wait, Red. But anyways, uh, yeah. a lot of cool people at the concert, and um, you know, uh, I'll tell you what, man. When he played "Live and Let Die." 
He had the full like WWE pyrotechnics going off, dude. Like that's pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, hey, hold on a sec, though. I um I need to do a little sweep on the floor because of all the names you just dropped. Oh uh, well, I can't. I gotta. I need those for later. You know, I, I, I couldn't help but notice there was one person uh, not on that list who? of people that uh, you saw at the. Did concert. I forget somebody? Um, I didn't get a call. I didn't even know this oh. concert was even happening. Well, uh, until until I saw your pictures on the face box. Yeah, I said. Uh, I said, I'm going to go see Paul McCartney, and you're like, oh, I don't like that movie Tammy anyway. I didn't like Bridesmaids or Tammy. <laughs> I mean, I did not much care for you did, Yeah, you're getting... Tammy. You, you, thought, was, you right. thought we were talking about Melissa McCarthy. And, I mean, and you're like, I, I, she's a she terrible doing, singer. Yeah, why would I want to see her in concert? <laughs> I mean, here's the deal. Uh, we were on our way to the concert, yeah. and there we had like three extra tickets. Yeah, because I... What? We had three extra tickets. I wasn't doing anything. And so we had to walk up that big hill to Dodger Stadium. Sure. So we just like threw out the tickets to to lose weight. You know what I mean? So that we didn't have to carry them. Well, I would have gone. I mean, you could have asked me to. Yeah, I could have totally. Yeah. Anyway, the Paul McCartney concert. Um, he played for two hours and forty five minutes, dude. He's like seventy two. You said. Yeah. Holy balls. He, I mean, he's a he is a ham, though. You know. Yeah. Like, well, you were saying before when he was trying to leave the stage. Oh yeah, he's doing. He did two encores. The second encore, he's like walking off, like he's not going to come back. Handing the guitar to the guitar tech, and the guitar tech's like, you know, WWE style. No, you got to go back. They want more. You got to go back out there. And he's like, No, no, they they don't want any more. I'm just picturing like the guitar tech like pointing at the crowd yep, and then pointing at him. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Oh my gracious! Just but, a straight up pantomime. But it was great. It was great. That's uh, fun though. Uh, you know, and and uh, I grew up in the area like slightly past the Beatles, but you know my parents were definitely huge Beatles fans and 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 that's one of those bands you still hear like now all the time I I'll mean you, 50 years later yeah they're still popular they're still big the kids do the For, kids you know, like them I don't even know there were a lot of kids there okay. and uh and Paul McCarty said well it's been a long time since we've been here 1966 oh really yeah my dad listened like listened to classical music and okay. like uh, um, uh, opera and like soundtracks well, see, that can make sense but my mom liked <laughs> sticks and Michael Jackson, Lionel Richie. This is all stuff I grew up liking because nice. I was I wasn't big into the opera stuff. Nice. So I was all like putting on concerts of Michael Jackson's Thriller album, "The Girl Is Mine." Go, taking it back to Paul McCartney now. You know who mostly yeah. likes. You know who likes Sticks more than anybody. Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Sticks joke, guys, just for you. Come on, everybody. <laughs> Come on, Brent. We all know. I know it's you, babe. Gracious. Domo Mr. Roboto. I don't know the rest of the words. Domo. Domo. Domo Domo. Do you remember when uh you that's the sound of everyone when, tuning out? Do you remember on the South Park uh soundtrack when Cartman did uh Oh uh, uh, Come uh, Sail Away? Come Sail Away, yeah. <laughs> it's maybe Come the most sail epic. Away. You guys <laughs> I'm sailing away. You guys yeah. Um, anyway, so we've lost all. Interesting. All uh, now, Paul McCartney. I mean, it's 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 crazy. <laughs> it's like one of those. Uh, I felt like I was just watching, like as close to watching, like, like someone from another planet. You're watching history. Yeah, you really are. Yeah, because who knows how many more concerts that dude's got left in him? Yeah, probably uh, how many in Los Angeles? I'm right? telling you, man, that dude's in great shape. He can still do the hair flip. I now I know where all the boy bands got their hair flip. It's from oh, Paul McCartney. Now nah, I'm just jealous. Now he's he's like I the I don't know if you, I can't you do, do that. you like the Beach Boys at all. 
I do not like. He's the like Beach the he's like the Mike Love of the Beach Boys, if okay. you know what I mean. He's yeah. the one that like he's totally just gets into it and gets incites the crowd. And meanwhile, there's Brian Wilson's like I I don't really want to do this. <laughs> I would rather not leave bed today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I could help it, please. Yeah. Well, we have a lot of sports stuff we're going to talk about. So, you know, I thought it was interesting going to the Paul McCartney show. That was really cool, dude. Um, you know, we got a little bit of a, we're going to talk, we've got to talk some Major League Baseball. We're going to talk some preseason NFL week one thoughts. Yeah. And we're going to talk a little pop culture at some point, too. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Let's do it after three seconds of Aladdin. No! Well, Ray, it seems like the Kansas City Royals... I found this year's barbecue sauce, the spark plug. The last year was Billy Butler's hit it a ton barbecue sauce, and his name is Sung Woo Lee. Sung Woo Lee. Is he from South Korea or North Korea? It would be great if he was from North Korea and they just just stayed here. Yeah. He's from South Korea. He's, he's been like a royal super fan. He watches their games at like 3 in the morning. Now, how does that or, even happen? How does a guy in South Korea even become aware of the Kansas City Royals? I don't know. I think he said he was watching a game, and he, and he, he thought the, he likes underdogs. And uh, so that doesn't make sense. The Royals are never underdogs. Uh, and, and then he saw their stadium. He liked the fountains. He's like, that's going to be my team. No, to be an underdog, you actually have to win at some point. Right? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Am Gracious. I right? But uh, that's what they've been doing. Yeah. Uh, it's been terrifying. But Sung Woo, he's living the dream of every KC fan. I'm watching every game. He threw out the first pitch. He got to hang up, hang up the W with the, with the old-timey guy that hangs up the W after they win a game. Old-timey Royals, he's, man. He's in the booth talking to George Brett. He's eating barbecue with Billy Butler. He's kissing David kissing Duffy. Danny, kissing Danny Duffy on the cheek. Danny Duffy, yeah. What a, he's, so he's pretty much living your life right now. Like yeah. the life you want. Yeah. Um, this is the only question I have to ask. Mm-hmm. As a Tigers fan... Uh, as he's shown up uh, uh, on vacation or whatever he's here doing, the Royals cannot stop winning, and he's doing all this and getting all this press. Can I send Mitt Romney to go deport him? Can, oh, I, can sure. I do that? Can we get, Absolutely. Is it time to go home yet? Boy, he's... Let's get him out of this country. <laughs> Self-deport, Sung Woo Lee. <laughs> Woo! Lucky we, he didn't show up when we were playing in Arizona. He might not have made it out of the state. No, I don't that's know. Right. <laughs> the, the sh- yeah, we'll just get that Arizona sheriff who uh, went to Hawaii to look for the birth certificate, just there with like a shotgun outside the stadium, <laughs> just like looking for him, just being like, shh, shh, now, you ain't welcome here, my, my man. So, so, you know, so uh, how he talks? somehow he's become this celebrity. He's been on SportsCenter like three days in a row. He's doing Gangnam Style. He's literally more famous than every member of the Kansas City right? Royals. <laughs> I'm not, that's not even a troll. I'm that's, probably not joking right now. That's, he's, that's a he's real the statement. thing right now. That's real talk. Um, and so, you know, he's going back. He's supposed to only be here for like two more days. So, you know, I'm good. Hoping, yeah. <laughs> Get him out. Hey, if they, if I'll he, drive him to the airport, the Royals today, and they just overtook Detroit yesterday by a half Ugh. game. So it's, so it's, but it's a race now. You know what I mean? It's a race. I'm um, really getting nervous about that six game bet now. So, yeah, uh, as you should be. Um, but the thing is, if, he can get us a win today with his mojo over the the royal killer, John Lester. John Lester. John Lester who just owns. It's here's what happens. Uh, you know, John Lester's facing the Royals today. Uh, let me just wait till the fifth inning. Oh, it's no hitter still. Yeah, that You're makes okay. sense. I think he actually threw no hitter against the Royals. I believe that's what the uh, the A's actually traded for John Lester oh, with the Red goodness. Sox just to beat the Royals. Just to beat the Royals just for this one game. We're playing him twice. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> And they might make the yeah, playoffs. You know Let's just Lester's, guarantee it. He's also the guy who hit Eric Hosmer on the hand, and he's out for three weeks. So it's like not he's that, the bane of our existence right now. Not that that anyway, stopped you. If the Royals can win tonight against John Lester, Ray, we may be unstoppable. Would you say – so you said uh, he's the bane of your existence? 
I will kill the royals. <laughs> so dumb. I will I will take over Gotham. I will take over. <laughs> Just couldn't help myself. Wow. Any excuse to bust out my terrible Bane impression <laughs> is absolutely a must. I do. wouldn't say it's terrible. I'd say it's horrendous. <laughs> take it. I'll take it. Yes, yeah, so congratulations, Brent. Um, officially I'm off the Tigers bandwagon. Clearly. Clearly, the Royals are now going to win the World Series, start the parade, drop the confetti. The Royals are clearly the best team in baseball oh, gosh, now. Ray. You know what? This is all temporary. I'm just feeling happy that we won a few games. Now it's time for the big boys to take charge. Three Cy Youngs in a row, three MVPs in a row. Verlander's well, hurt now. It's only two. Therefore, Royals. Bump, 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 celebrate good times. Come on. <laughs> Royals championship oh, is now. True. I wish it was true. But, you know, Detroit, they're just, they're champions. Champions. Champions going to be champions. So who's, 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 who's jinx of the other one will work better? Well, I think because <laughs> I think I know what, what's happening the right first now. One, I think the first one just takes presence over everything. That could be. Yeah. You jinxed us at the start of the season. By picking us to win the World Series. Oh, which is clearly still going to happen, Ray. So No. No, it's all Royals all the time. Do you really? I mean, how do you, uh, honestly, how do you really feel Okay, right if now? I was to honestly break it down, uh, I'm terrified right now. Not just six games aside, because that was our bet at the start of the season. The Royals are inspired. They're playing like crazy, because they're, they're not beating up, except for Arizona. They're beating up on Oakland right now. And that's they're a good team. And beating up might not be the right term. Well, but they won two out of three them. in Oakland, which is tough. They're and then they won the first them. game against Oakland in this series. And then they just swept San Francisco, who's you know swooning lately. But we're just and on took it fire. and took it to Arizona while you were there with our friend of the show Benny Arthur. Oh, that's right. Uh, you know, we yeah we, we had a fun road trip to Phoenix. It was about a six five and a half hour six hour drive. Yeah, me and uh, and uh, Hank Hank Layton. Yeah, writer for writer uh, Top, Story. Top Story Weekly, everybody. And Sunday nights at the I.O. West here in Los Angeles. Come right. on by. And Benny Arthur from Drunk History. Drunk History. Also a cast member of Top Story Weekly. Also a cast member. And also, I uh, was just on the Will Wheaton show. Got to give him props Also, Benny, you know, we had Benny on the show. He's, we love Benny. I mean, go back and listen, because he's fantastic. Well, yeah. we got to get Benny back. We haven't talked to him in a while. Well, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know if we have Benny back. You know, like, we were in our hotel room, and we, the, the, we stayed at a cheap hotel, since so it's just a bunch of dudes just, you know, hanging out. And But he's, he's the mayor of... Um, TC. TC. Um, yeah, but but Benny was the one who's like, hey, I'm going to make the coffee that's sitting right next to the toilet. I was like, that's no! A, that's the grossest no! thing ever. You never, you never, why is there a coffee pot next Benny, to the toilet? We're across the street from a 7-Eleven. It's got poop air in it. You've got poop air in the coffee pot. Why would you use that? Yeah. I, I don't know. That's a separate rant for a separate day. I guess but, if you need caffeine, you need caffeine, right? But as... As a Tigers fan, I am absolutely horrified. Like, um, the offense has gone to the toilet unless your name is Miguel Cabrera or uh, Victor Martinez. The pitching staff, the starters have been great. The bullpen has been absolutely a joke. Absolutely horrendous. Every single move that Dave Dombrowski has made, he brought in Joaquin Soria. That dude's hurt now, and after he flamed out. Uh, before that even happened, he brought in uh, Jabba Chamberlain. He's terrible. Jay bringing Joe Nathan this year. He's terrible and can't close out a game. Like, what the F is happening? They got Joel Hanrahan now. It's gotten so bad, they just signed Joe Johnson, the crappy uh, former closer of the A's, who hasn't been able to get it done either. They just signed him to a minor league deal. Not to mention Phil Coke. And Al Albuquerque's been okay. I mean, better than any of these other jerkos. It's killing me right now how bad the bullpen is. It's almost comedically bad. Like I'm expecting, um, I'm expecting Bozo the Clown to go out there and freaking just throw the pitch, take off the hat to reveal the giant thing of hair, 
It's a joke right now. And, and the starters, Justin Verlander, this whole season has been stinky cheese. Ever since, as I said before, he's happy. He's with Kate Upton again. He's, he's writing dirty messages on baseballs and throwing them into the stands. And she's all giggling. It's like, you're not focused on the game anymore, Justin. You're killing me. Now, we did just trade for David Price, correctly predicted by me. You traded for David Price. And at that time, I believe that the Tigers had a six-game lead on the Royals. Something like so that. So you add one of the best pitchers, you know, Cy Young winner, former Cy Young winner, and somehow, how long has it been since the trade deadline? Two weeks? A couple of weeks. I believe, yeah, we're somewhere in the Drops neighborhood six of six like, and a half games, and you have David Price now. Went something like, what, three and nine or something since I then. Mean, my it's, big, just, it's brutal. My big concern with them is kind of, that's the, is the bane of their existence right now. And I'm going to keep saying bane of my existence this week. That's been the name of our show. I um, will kill the Royals. <laughs> The bullpen. I will take over Kansas it's City. Like, is your bullpen cursed right now? No, yes. No matter who it's you put in there. It's not just this year. It's been the last couple of years. And it's not like we're not making moves. You like, pick, we're doing everything in our power Nathan, to make him good. And he'll have, you know, sometimes he'll be great, and sometimes he just, like, is terrible. Total meltdown. And then you pick up Joaquin Soria, who's former Royal. You he think was would great love in to Kansas take City. It to the Royals. He, Joaquin um, Soria was an all-star as a setup man. Mm-hmm. That's how good he was in yeah. Kansas City. And now he's... Now he's injured, he's, and, he's on his, the DL. and his ERA was ten for you and, guys. And Anibal Sanchez just went to the DL as well. <sighs> so we're pulling like literally. And that, oh, and what what perfect timing? Tigers get a nineteen inning game against Toronto. Yeah, right after you guys get injured, and they don't have there's two guys short in the bullpen, and they have to play a nineteen inning game. And the, yeah. you know you know why they had to play a nineteen inning game? Yeah. Oh, it's because they couldn't hold a five run lead against Toronto. Well, because they gave up two runs in the seventh, two in the eighth, and one in the ninth to blow it wide open. Well, luckily, unbelievable. Luckily, after your nineteen inning game, you didn't have to go to the next game and have your starting pitcher only go one inning. Oh wait, you did. Justin Verlander yanked after one. In- oh my gosh, it's just it's a horror show right now. They just need to get home. They're on a huge road uh, road swing right now, road trip. And if they just get back to Detroit, get some home cooking, have some Chelly's chili downtown, they will be fine. Honestly, I. Just make the playoffs they're at this going, point. They're going real bad right now because, you know, Pittsburgh, that's like a mash unit right now. They're missing a couple of their best starters. Yep. McCutcheon's, McCutcheon's on the out. DL. Yep. So I was like, well, they should definitely shut them down. It's like, 11, 11 runs. runs. 11 runs. We still scored six. Oh, we scored a bunch. But after you give up like eight in the first two innings, yeah. it's over. Like, yeah. bye. We're breaking more bad than Jesse Pinkman right now. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah, I'm. I'm absolutely uh, disgusted. You're so bad that Skyler disapproves, Ray. Gracious me! They should just. I mean, just change the uniforms to the color. Skyler's going to make you buy another car wash. Maybe it's time we better call Saul. I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, uh, Brad Osmus, near as I can tell, I mean, he's been doing it as good a job as you can do. I mean, you can do as you can put the players on the field who are super talented, and if they don't perform. There's only so much you can do about that, but it feels to me like just in the last week, and there's a big-time hashtag fire Osmus going on right now, I think it's a little early for that. I mean, he's still a rookie manager, let's not forget. Uh, He's going to make mistakes, but it just seems like all the mistakes he's making are costing us immediately every time. Do you think they're obvious? Are there is there any way you see Osmus getting fired this season? No, uh, no chance. Like, what if they lose ten more games in a row? I don't see it. I, I, the. It would be shocking if they lost if they don't write the ship in the next say seven days. 
the team will start hitting. They will start scoring some runs. I don't have this schedule up in front of me right now. I look at, but I they're look going at, home soon, and you got to figure they're going to play a lot better once they get to sleep in their own beds. I again. look at their lineup, and then like their first six guys are all hitting three hundred or yeah. just a ride around three hundred. Right. So I mean, uh, Ian Kinsler's been great. Rajay Davis has been a, a blessing. Uh, you know, with the trading away of Austin Jackson and the David Price deal, I mean, now we've got uh, we've got Suarez out there uh, making huge catches against the Yankees uh, a week ago. It, unbelievable. It's just unbelievable right now. It's like the team should be playing better. They're just falling apart. Is is some of this a chemistry thing? Because, I mean, I always, as a Royals fan, I always thought I hated playing against Austin Jackson. He's fast. Sure. He's a he's a plus defender in center field. He's an he's a outfielder that has some power. He hits for average most of the time. I'll tell you, though, he strikes out way too much, especially in the postseason. Uh, he, we like to joke he puts the K in Jackson. Nice. Uh, he, we, he, him like Prince Fielder. Those were the two scapegoats after last year's playoff meltdown on offense. Those were the two guys who could get nothing done. So a lot of Tigers fans after last year wanted him traded away. So the fact that we get David Price, a, a known commodity, and we're going to get David Price next year in case Max Scherzer walks because it's his walk year, it just makes too much sense to just get rid of him anyway. Uh, I'm totally down with that. But uh, I, I still feel I still feel good. I still feel like we will overcome – the uh, ebbs and flows are going to happen during every baseball season. No team doesn't go through things like this. Well, I'll say one thing. At the very least, Casey opened up a pretty good wild card lead for you guys right now. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks? Ooh. It's a little scary because there's so many teams, you know, like, I mean, I don't feel any better. The Royals being half game ahead because we're one game away from being like, oh, now you're only half game ahead in the wild card. Yep. Yep. And you're, you're a game up, uh, so we still have a game to play. You're one game up on us. That's where that half, half game, game is coming up. from. Well, that's oh, where yeah. the half game's coming yeah, from. Yeah, we've played one more game than you. Right. So we will always have that chance. We're I tied saw, in the loss column. I that's saw all that something else too. Uh, I'm not sure if this. Is, I, I'm pretty close on this. I saw something. You guys had so many rainouts earlier in the year that now you're in something like a 54 out of 55 games. It's 50, 54 it's out of 55. 54 days. out of 54. Or fifty-five out of fifty-five. One like two. one day out of fifty-five. That's I mean that's brutal too. It's the worst. No, I mean bec- yeah, because of all the rainouts we had earlier, we we did get off to a weird start like that. But you know what? You gotta you gotta show up. You gotta play. Yeah, you gotta play well. This team I mean, is you too got much the talent. Team, you have too much talent to to. I'm I you know a couple weeks ago I was thinking like we just have to try to get the wild card. I had no idea Detroit was just gonna fall off the planet. You know, well, this is where you're going to find out what the coaching staff's all about. This is where the manager has to step in and just do something, well, shake it up somewhere. And and with the Royals too, we're going to find out. They they got a couple games ahead of a game and a half up on uh, Detroit earlier this year, and then all of a sudden we're like, oh, we're nervous. <laughs> and then they lost eight games in a row. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah. so we'll I think it's time. They, we'll it's time. It's, it's time. Or they let's see if they've matured from that, or if they're still like not ready. That's fair enough. We'll so, find out. So officially, if we're going to make a prediction right now. Which team wins the World Series? Detroit Tigers. Kansas City Royals, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Your world champions, 2014. All right, well, we'll be back to talk a little bit of NFL football following three seconds of... Good morning, Vietnam. Good morning, Vietnam! Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Football is back. Yep. Football's back, everybody. (sighs) I love me some football. Um, NFL football, I'm talking about. College football is, I'm just sort of like, eh. Me too. I'm just sort of not excited for college football. I don't know. Well, you know, one thing is, Ray, there's like 300 teams in college football. <laughs> right. 240, I think. And, but, you know, there's only really only about 40 good teams. No, in college football, I believe it's 118 or 120 teams in Division One a Yeah. 
the uh, BCS division or whatever they're calling it now. Only four teams are going to make the playoffs. I'm excited for games. I'm excited for Michigan-Ohio State. I'm excited for Michigan-Nebraska. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for Michigan State versus Ohio State. I mean, these are going to be great games. Yeah. I'm excited for the national championship playoffs. It's the first one we're going to have. But going into the season, I'm not looking forward to it the same way I'm looking forward to the NFL season. Well, there's so much weirdness you know, with the – NCAA right now and all these weird perceived, uh, you know, people getting paid when they're not supposed to get paid. The Ed O'Bannon lawsuit went through. So now uh, all those guys uh, starting in 2000, I think 15 or 16, they're going to get paid for being in video games, which is rich. Get richer, Ray. Well, these are college people. This is going to help. This is going to help the programs that are already good. Well, yeah, absolutely. You're going to get paid more, you know, if you're on uh, Alabama than you are playing for Central Michigan University. Right. But whatever it is, what it is. I'm excited about the NFL, Brent. We watched yes. the whole. We watched Week One. Have you mm-hmm. been watching all the games in the NFL Network on Pretty the replays? Much. Pretty much all I'm yeah. watching is the same Giants game over and over and over and over again, and I love it. You know what the most boring game was to watch the whole? You know, no offense, Ray, but that. The Detroit game was pretty boring, except for like the last three minutes when they when they scored that touchdown. Oh, it was horrendous. Yeah, it was borderline unwatchable. Although everybody watched it because of Johnny Football. Johnny, Football. did he get exposed in that game? No, of course he didn't. <laughs> I thought he played. He played you know, okay. He, okay. Um, he had that one nice run. I was like, oh, he is. He still can flash pretty fast. Yeah, and there was one time when he hit a guy about twenty yards down the field with a freaking laser beam. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, oh, oh, dang. I mean, I still saw a guy that doesn't look comfortable in the pocket to me. That's he looked kinda, like a guy wanting to run. Yeah, and he kind of looks fat. Does he kind of look like he's little? He Maybe looked, he's wearing extra pads. He he's, must be. He's scared of getting hit, right? I think he's wearing extra rib protection or he something. He didn't want Indomitian suit to just like land on top of him, and because he kind of looked like Matt Flynn fat out there. Guys, we have depressing news to report. And Tom against Sue popped Johnny Mansell. Yeah, it's over. It's over, everybody. No, they were never even on the field at the same time. How dare you? No, Johnny football, a good end. The Lions beat the Browns because it is our, it is our, you know, writ. It is, it is, it is uh, our, our. I'd like to argue with you, Ray, but it's, you know, I don't know anything different. So it's. When you're in Michigan, you just get used to beating the Ohio teams. Mm-hmm. It just, it's our destiny. It's what we're going to do. So, And, of course, it's a preseason game. It means nothing. And we did win with a touchdown pass with, like, a minute to go in the fourth quarter when right. nobody – when Kellen Moore's in there. Yeah. <sniffs> Kellen Moore going to make your team? Yes. Okay. I think he might even be the number two. Dan Orlovsky looked horrendous. You know why that game looks so bad? Because Dan Orlovsky looks so bad. Um, that's always interesting to me, like, one of the most interesting things about watching the preseason. I always try to watch the rookies – and and the and if there's like a, a chase for the backup quarterback, that's always interesting. Well, you want to watch the new guys, the rookies. You want to watch the new toys. I wanted. I was watching to see what Eric Ebron and Kyle Van Noy could do for us. Our first two draft picks. I was watching to see what Johnny Menzel was going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm watching other games just to kind of see. Uh, you know, Odell Beckham didn't play for uh, uh, the Giants. He's injured, right? He's injured right now. But I'm th- those are the types of players I'm looking for. Brandon D- Cooks looked good in D- uh, New Orleans. Brandon Cooks looks fantastic. Yeah. D Ford in uh, Kansas City. D- Your Ford boy looked fast. D- Anthony looking Thomas good. looked. Really fast. Um, so, is it overreaction to say he's going to set the NFL record this Dexter, year? Dexter, Dexter, who? Yeah, yeah. Dante, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. He's faster than Dante Hall. I mean, Dante Hall. He didn't have the moves though. Yeah, maybe not. But he's faster. But he's faster. You know what I mean? <laughs> Give him a seam. Yeah. I think we're going to look forward to a lot of punts going out of bounds for Kansas City. You're this probably year. right. I don't, I wouldn't blame him either. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and you're watching to see nobody gets hurt. Mm-hmm. And for my team, nobody got hurt. I mean, nobody really big has gotten hurt in the first yeah, week of the, the season, really. It didn't um, see guys like Drew Brees didn't even play. 
You Michael know? Sam looked okay. Michael, how about Michael Sam? Right, yeah. looks great. Uh, uh, well, he got a tackle, and uh, and he almost got a tackle. Yeah, I'm saying you're a you know, seventh rounder, so you have to see if he's. But let's face well. facts: he should have been drafted way before the seventh round. He could have been. This dude is going to make the team. It's. Uh, I just have to believe it. He, based on intangibles, yes, higher. But based on how he performed at the, you know, jumping and running. I can see why he fell to the seventh round. But he definitely deserves a chance. I mean, he can definitely play. So here we go. I, I'm going to ask a, a series of questions right here. Okay. Uh, I just have, like, uh, these are bullet points, and these are things that have been going around the, 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 the universe. They're out there in the cosmos. These are things I've seen actual people. This isn't stuff I'm just pulling off my butt. This is stuff I've seen actual people online, on TV or whatnot, asking these questions. And I'm going to ask you, Brent, and then we'll maybe you know, turn it into discussion points okay. for the big NFL Raisin Brent week one segment. Let's discuss. Let's talk about stuff. The Dallas Cowboys. Are they closer? Now, this defense looks absolutely horrendous, and mm-hmm. they keep suffering injury after injury. They're going, to be, they're going to be signing a bunch of dudes off waivers who are camp casualties. Yeah. Is the, are the Dallas Cowboys closer to being in the Super Bowl, or are they closer to having the number one overall pick next year? Do they still have Tony Romo? Yes. They are closer to being the number one pick. That is 100% correct, yes. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if there's an official like yes or no. I think if Tony Romo got knocked out early in the season, they could easily be the number one pick. And t- well, I don't understand. Tony Romo, like people making in Detroit, because people hate on Matt Stafford, uh-huh. they, they, may, they basically say Matt Stafford is Tony Romo. They're the same player. And I'm like, that's really... Because Tony Romo is about nine years older than Matthew Stafford right now. Matt Stafford would have to go to the playoffs a couple times and ha- just have weird stuff happen, or, or at the end of the season have a chance to beat the Bears and just choke about five times for me to consider him to be like right. Tony Romo. Or, or, you and know, I like Tony Romo. But man, He's you, all don't, right. you don't want him having to you know, try to win a game at the end of the season. Yeah, if it's coming down to week seventeen, Romo's going home. Yeah, uh, week seventeen. Uh, how about you just run the ball? Yes, yes. Let's go. Couple ahead and- screens to, to to Des Bryant and run the ball. That's all you got to do all day long and punt. Punt yeah. a lot. Yep. Don't don't go for anything. Although crazy. With Dallas's defense, whew. that Dallas defense is this the worst defense in the league? It might be, and they're going to have to. I mean, they're going to have to score points, and they're going to be on the field. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with that. They're going to have to win games like seriously, like your your preseason Chiefs game. They're going to have to win games forty one thirty nine all season long. Yeah, this team won't be able to hang with anybody, and they're in a division with the Philadelphia Eagles. High octane, probably top five, at least top five offense this year. They're in the same division with that Washington Redskins team, with RG3 starting to get it back together again with Deshaun Jackson now. That team's going to be scary good on offense. Yeah, it could be. Their defense is probably kind of bad still, too. I don't think the Giants are going to be that good, but let's face it, Eli Manning... The Giants are he weird, get stuff man. Done. You, you know, they'll go from being like six and ten to twelve and four, and with no reason why, really. That team. What we say last year, they can go four and twelve. They can go twelve and four, and yep. we would not be surprised anything in between. Uh, everybody all season up to this point has been picking the Dallas Cowboys to go like be another eight and eight team because that's what they've done the last two years. I think that's very optimistic. That's like a four win team, right? Five maybe if yeah, Tony I, Romo I would gives say them a like win. They they probably get five six wins. Okay, because they're playing. You know, their division's not that great. Next topic. Hearing it around. Jay Cutler for MVP. Okay, so... Jay Cutler, wait, ladies and gentlemen. Were you reading uh, Mike Ditka's blog? I was reading <laughs> I was reading non-Bears fans' blog, asking the legitimate question. People complaining online that the Bears were not named the number one offense. Number one b- over teams like Philadelphia and um, Denver, New Orleans. I'll put my own Lions in that category who are going to be pretty good on offense this year. A lot of Bears people out there think that the Bears have the best offense in football 
and that Jay Cutler has a legitimate chance to win the MVP. Any merit to that statement whatsoever? Well, if you ask me on the surface, I say, what are you talking about? That sounds yes. crazy. But then it's crazy. If I kind of break it into the individual parts, I guess, with the skill positions, they probably have the best two wide receivers if you take the two best receivers. I don't see that. Jeffrey and... Alshon and Jeffrey is a one... He's going to sophomore slump this year. He's not proven dude, it on a long-term... He is Brandon a, Marshall, I'll give you. Brandon Marshall is legitimate. But Alshon Jeffrey is a freak, man. He's just like... You know, I was watching him. I was like, this is a guy... He's just like... He wasn't getting lucky, and it wasn't that they weren't double-teaming him. He would just out-jump people and just take the ball from them. Absolutely. I'm not saying he's good. I'm just – that was his rookie season. Okay. People have time to but watch film now and game plan for him. They've still he will got, not be as good this but year. But they've still got to double-team either Brandon Marshall or him. And let me homer out for just a sec here. You're going to put the two of them above Calvin Johnson and Golden Tate? I'm not a big Golden Tate fan. Golden Calvin Tate. Johnson, Calvin Johnson I'll give you. Surest hands but in the I NFL. But I think Golden, Golden Tate, Tate is very steady. I don't think he's like a superstar. I think both Jeffrey and Marshall are superstars. Forte is not a superstar, but he's very, very solid uh, running back. I don't know, but I. But then again, their their line is usually not very good. Um, I I you know if I was going to say who's going to be the MVP and if I was going to handicap it, I would wouldn't even put him top in his own division. Not maybe not, not even, even close. The, not even the top four in his own division. I would who, say. Who do you put in his own division? Um, well, I would say Stafford. If they have a good season, he's going to have a ton of yards, a ton of touchdowns. If the Lions win the NFC North and he goes for 5,000 yards again, he's in an MVP discussion. He mm-hmm. just has to be, barring like a crazy Peyton Manning season And or depending again. on how many of those touchdowns go to Calvin Johnson and how many yards he has, I mean, if he catches 120 passes and has 15 touchdowns, you if, almost have to discuss him too. If he receives for 2K, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, if uh, Look at the Packers. <laughs> yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. He's Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, the end. Uh <laughs> Who's and the other team? Minnesota Vikings. Oh, eight, oh the one with Adrian player. Peterson? Oh, Adrian Peterson. He's kind of a good player. So, I, at best, Jay Cutler's number five on the list, right? Yeah. That's just in the division. And that's if he got his vaccinations right. <laughs> oh, gracious. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We're not going there. Uh, I think it's crazy talk. I think this talk of the Bears offense being number one, they have a lot of good pieces. This is a team who's never put it together. Why would I believe this is the year? Yeah. They've never put it together. As long as Jay Cutler's been there. They did, I mean, they did have one good playoff run, but that was because of their defense, Look, not because of Jay Cutler. Here's the deal. Alex Smith last year had a better season than Jay Cutler's ever had. Yes. Okay? Yes. And I'm not discussing Alex Smith as being an We're MVP We're not even candidate. talking about Alex Smith as a top 10 Thank MVP you. potential. Yeah. But you're right, yes. Crazy. Okay, we'll put that in crazy talk. Okay, how about this? Who is going to be more improved this year between bottom dwellers? The Houston Texans or the Oakland Raiders? Now, remember, the, I think the Oakland Raiders, let me, I'll start this one off. The Texans just got blown out in their first preseason game. And do you know who the quarterback of the Houston Texans is this year? I didn't even know, right? They I had mean, Matt Shaw, but now he's on the Raiders. Well, they had Case Keenum. Mm-hmm. They had TJ Yates. They had TJ Yates? But you, I, you know, I don't know why you know I'm, I should know this, right? I feel ashamed that I don't. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, that's right. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, he of the giant contract in Buffalo went to Harvard and then immediately stunk out the joint and they cut him about a year later after his big contract. The only guy that Ryan Fitzpatrick can consistently beat for some reason is the Kansas City Chiefs. All right. Although we beat him uh, last time we played him. Let's see it. Um, but uh, I think the Raiders are going to have a really good defense this year. I think at least better, Im- heavily improved. They got Khalil Mack in the draft, and they got a lot of pieces that they, they've signed into camp that are just going to be freaking monster of the whale. The problem I see, I, I understand where, why you would say that, but I also would say look at the divisions they play in, okay? 
Well, let's see. We got the NFC or AFC West and uh-huh. the AFC South. Okay, who's in the South? In the South, you have the Colts. Colts, very good team. Very good. You have the Titans, mediocre, mediocre at best. team. And you have the Jaguars, up and coming. That's a young Jaguars team. But this is probably not the year they make their move. Too. So two mediocre to bad teams and Fair one enough. good team. And we look at the AFC West. We've got Chargers. the San Diego Chargers. They're okay. Playoffs last year. They're okay. Yeah. Chiefs. Playoffs last uh, year. They're going to take a major step back. But I'm just year. saying. Yeah. Playoffs two two last playoff year. teams and one team that was in the Super Bowl. That's, That's kind of, six of their games. Kind of a better division. Now, are you talking about will they be a better team? Because there's a difference between being a better team and having a better record. Absolutely. But I think if we were to, if we were to bet right now which team finishes the year with the better record, Houston Texans, Oakland Raiders, I'm still taking the Raiders. I think I would take uh, Houston. Because Schaub is worse than Fitzpatrick. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, I give Schaub a little bit of credit. He was good for those few years when the Texans. That's an interesting, good. you know, side bet to think about. But Just thinking uh, about it, it's interesting. And um, last question, last topic that I see on the internet: Does Tim Tebow deserve a second chance as an NFL quarterback? He's a playoff champion. Didn't he already get a second and a third and a? He's gotten every chance known to Mars. And he refuses to play uh, professional football overseas because, as he said it, I'm a professional football player. Yeah. And that he said, logic I'm, doesn't work on Tebow. Guys, I'm American. American. I'm American. He wouldn't even play in the CFL, and that's basically. Well, you know what, Ray? The CFL requires you to pass even more than the. He thinks he can do it, though, so why not accept the challenge? Tell you what, man. The CFL, what do you think about the CFL? Um, I enjoy it for what it is. I don't even enjoy it. I enjoy um, it. I enjoy it if, I, if there's nothing else on. I'd rather watch ESPN Classic. What do you think about the talent <laughs> level in the CFL, though? Oh, it's, it's you know, B-level. It's better than college. Because... Not as good as pros. The Chiefs picked up a guy, Weston Dressler, has a ton of touchdowns in the CFL over, like, the last five years, something yeah. like that, right? Yes. He's lingering at about, like, seventh string on the, on the Chiefs. You know what I mean? Yes. And the Chiefs, as you know, don't have, like, a... A bunch of amazing wide receivers. Well, you figure that the CFL is where people go if they're not good enough to be in the NFL or if they're trying to rehab their image and get back into the NFL. Yeah, I'll be very surprised if he makes his team. And he left the CFL to come to you know to come and just get cut. You know who came from the CFL? The head coach of your Chicago Bears, Mark oh, Trestman. Boy, he won a lot of great cups. Oh boy! You know, Bears are being predicted last place in the NFC North this year by the predictor. Are they just not like you know? begging them to be taunted when they have if they have a terrible season like well you know they're like oh this is a great hire and then as soon as they suck oh see they hired a cfl guy what were we thinking yeah well same way with lions and jim schwartz right what the heck were we thinking unprofessional organization for real now i saw jim schwartz uh who's he who's he uh defensive buffalo coach yeah buffalo i saw him the other night i was like wow jim schwartz he took over the job i just want to i just want to run up and just smack him on the back really hard (laughs) and he took over the job uh, you know, he took over for Mike Patton, new head coach uh, of your Johnny Manziel's. Is this Cleveland Manziel's? This is clearly just, I mean, could Cleveland have messed this up anymore? Mike Patton, he clearly was like their eighth choice. Oh, yeah. Nobody or, wanted to go to Cleveland. And that was before they had Manziel, but. And now, the, and then they're like, you know, they're talking all tough about, he oh. He doesn't know what to, to do with Manziel. He has to earn his, he has to earn his spot. He's not necessarily going to be the starter. And then he basically does nothing against Detroit, right? He had a couple of good plays. but And then they're like, uh-oh, this, this is... How <laughs> impressed were you by Manziel? He's, he's clearly got the inroads now. Come on, dude. I mean, like, who are you kidding? I mean, man? he didn't show it. So are they, is this just like a thing where they're like, oh, now we have to since... I don't know. It just seems so disorganized and 
and they're changing. They don't have a plan, so they like act like something happens. They're like, oh, yeah, we planned that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was supposed to happen. And he's a defensive coach for a team that's going to need to get better. I don't know. It's just, it's a mess. Cleveland, you have no yeah, chance. Yeah, they don't need Thank a defensive you. coach. They Thank had a good you. defense already. You have no chance. Goodbye. You're going to have to drag them out in jail. In any case, there's our football segment, Jen. We're going to come back next week. We're going to do some NFL stuff. So we're going to talk some fantasy football. We have our big draft coming up. <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk some NFL predictions. We're going to do that very, very soon. Maybe in two weeks-ish. We'll see. Shiz. But we'll be right back to talk a little pop culture after three seconds of Popeye. Wine, so this is the type of the time of the sports year when a lot of people are there's a lot of hope out there. Yeah. There's a lot of hope. I mean, the NFL season starting, college football starting, baseball starting to get it together. So let's talk, uh, since we got all this hope in the air, which of the two properties of the trailers that just dropped from Comic-Con a couple of weeks ago, about the post-apocalyptic future, are you more excited about? Mad Max or Walking Dead? Season five. Me? Walking Dead, for sure. Because I'm a big fan of the comic book. I've watched all the seasons. I the There's... No doubt. The Mad Max trailer is... How incredible was that? <laughs> amazing. But, I, you know, I wasn't the hugest Mad Max uh, fan. I liked the movies. I wouldn't say I'm like a fanatic of the movies. See, I think if we went back and we rewatched the Road Warrior and Mad Max movies and watched them now, now that we're huge Fallout fans, sure. I think we might have a huge uh, Fallout the video game, the guy, post-apocalyptic future, crazy world. I think we would appreciate them a lot more. I think when we saw them, we were probably younger, and that whole genre hadn't really like spiked yet. Yeah. But uh, this new Mad Max movie, I mean, look, it's Thomas Hardy, so mm-hmm. it's Bane from the future. That's true. I mean, it looks amazing. I'll just say, like, there's been like four whole seasons of Walking Dead. Two men enter. One man will leave. So I've, I've seen a lot more, you know, material from Walking Dead. I'm a lot sure. more invested in the story. I, I'm excited about both of them, but if you ask me which one more, Walking Dead. If you had Plus, to pick one, you say Walking my, Dead. Our, our boy Josh McDermott from you know our, our comedy scene around here well, is. Let's uh, face facts: Walking playing, Dead is great. He's got a spectacular mullet on I, the Walking Dead. Does he, he kind of look like Bill Hicks to you? I keep saying bit, this. Yeah. He looks like Bill Hicks from the early nineties. Yeah. Uh, bless him. He's going to save everybody, Ray. He's going to discover what he knows. What happened? I mean, I haven't read go the to comics. Washington, DC. I'd like them to get to Washington DC and then him just be like, "I've been lying the whole time." <laughs> I'm just a total fraud. I, well, I've read the comics, so although you know what, the comics <laughs> well, are don't so spoil it. No, I'm saying the comics are so different that even if I told you what happened in the comic, wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter because they're you know. But what if, if it you did? Have, if you haven't seen season one of Walking Dead, then too bad. You know, the, the character Shane was very popular in Walking yeah. Dead. This is kind of well known even for He's, people who don't. Yeah, he watch basically the show. was in like the first issue of the comic book. Uh, Daryl, probably the most popular character, doesn't even exist in the comic. He isn't so. even there. Yeah, and Shane, uh, he dies in like the first or second issue of the Walking Dead the comic, Walking book, the comic book. And he survives like at least a season. Yeah, he's around for a lot longer. Yeah. So And his brother Merle, or Daryl's brother Merle, uh, how. How good is that? Michael Rook? Michael Rooker? That actor is fan. I didn't realize how much stuff Michael he, Rooker has done. He's in Guardians of the Galaxy. You haven't he, seen that yet, but you not. should. I've seen it twice. But he's been I in saw like it once for both of us, Ray. Everything. He's been in everything. He's, he's acted with everybody. I had no idea. He's been in about at least a dozen movies that I've seen, and I n- never recognized him until Walking Dead. Yeah. I mean, he's just one of those guys. He he's always fantastic. just brings, like, scary yet funny at the same time. You know what I mean? This guy might kill me, but he'll make me laugh while he's killing me. Even Merle, even when Merle was 
biggest a hole on the planet. You still kind of like him. I couldn't hate yeah. him. And he was he was the most like racist, yep. terrible, you know, just doing bad things to people on purpose. And I like, didn't hate him. You know, he reminded me of a little bit. Who's the guy from uh, Walking Dead? The uh, the one drug dealer. Was his name Tukey or Took? Uh, what was that guy's name? I have no idea. The guy that would just like say something and just be like, <laughs> like <laughs> he crushed all those dudes in the in the. I don't remember. He reminds me of that guy though from from uh, that guy Breaking don't, Bad. He's just like that guy. I don't remember from uh, Oh Breaking Bad. You said Walking Dead. No, I said Breaking Bad. Check the tape. Check the tape. One of us is wrong. Yeah. No, he's like Tukey from, Tukey. from Breaking Bad. See, that's Bad. what I said. Okay, Tukey. yes. Okay, I know who you're talking about now. I was like, Who? yeah, like Tukey. You're like this guy's the worst, but I was like, he's hilarious. He was great. No, he was one of the most terrible people, but I loved him anyway. Yeah. But then again, isn't that true about Walter White too? Well, no, you, you lose it with Walter White. I'm just making that up. You know, Walter White, at least, you know, he wasn't he didn't start out as a terrible person, and, and he has reasons for doing it. Tukey's just a bad dude. He just doesn't bad care guy. about anybody. Love it. Yeah. But cool. So, yeah, those are two exciting things to look forward oh, to. Man. But, uh, you know, I think when Walking Dead gets started uh, and season five starts, mm-hmm. we're definitely, maybe that's the show we talk about every week on the oh, show. Oh, yeah, for sure. Doesn't that make a lot of sense? Yeah, I absolutely. Like In any case, we'll be right back to wrap up the show. It's that time already. Yeah. After three seconds of Mork and Mindy. And real quick at the end of the show here, I definitely just want to mention it. I mean, uh, it just happened yesterday as we're recording this on a Tuesday. Uh, Robin Williams, great, great, great performer, writer, actor, comedian, uh, pretty much affected every single person's life that I've ever met. Yeah, I will say. Especially out here in comedy land. I mean, yeah, especially us, Ray, both being comedians. I will say if there's a person, if there's a comedian out there that says Robin Williams did not influence or affect their comedy in some way, you're a liar. Then I'll say you're not a comedian. You're not, or you're a liar. Yeah. One of the two, or both. Yeah, I, I, it's just really, really sad. The effects of depression and, and do he's we, been do fighting you, it forever. And do you just, know, you know, do you know any comedian? Yeah, and that's it's very sad. Do you know any comedian that had more talent than Robin Williams? No, probably not. Not anyone ever. I mean, maybe Eddie Murphy. Maybe, but, maybe but Robin Williams is just so fast and such a great improviser too. You know, he could do everything. He, yeah. But he went to Juilliard. I mean, he was a uh, went to Juilliard, a great had, actor, won Academy Award, even dramatic actors yeah, for Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, and I mean, he did the stand up. That stand up. When I saw the stand up specials, they were so dirty and so raw. And I saw him back when I was like in high school and I was exploring stand up. Mm-hmm. It made me want to be a performer. It made me want to get up on stage and just shout things and be crazy. And, and 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 gosh willing, I mean, he really did affect not just me and you. I mean, we looked all over social media, and it was just outpouring, outpouring of emotion from everyone. If you're gonna pick like one Robin Williams thing that you want people to watch, what would it be? I was pick one Robin Williams property. Uh, maybe the Fisher King. Really, the Fisher King. I thought was some of his best work. Uh, I mean, obviously, Dead Poet Society was very very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, my my first experience though, Popeye. Oh, I forgot about the Robert Altman Popeye. And it's it's not a great movie, but that was one of his first, if not his first That's uh, a fun movie. That's a fun he movie. He had to redub all his own dialogue because he mumbled so much yeah. during the filming. Uh, those are oh, all pretty crazy. fantastic. What I about think, you? For me, I think it's two things stand out because I really like to see him when he's just kind of improving and just going off, you know? Yep. So one is uh, Good Morning Vietnam. Great movie, yep. Uh, where he's, you know, I mean, that's a classic movie. And the other one for me, I mean... Aladdin. He plays the genie, and he just goes crazy yep. in that movie. I was like, I bet you did. I bet you they just did the animation after he said all this crazy stuff because there's no way. 
just they'll they'll match the lips to something. Yeah, they'll make it work. Yeah, and it's just absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, he's just gonna be missed. Very, very missed. You and know? you know, yeah, we we usually don't talk too much about these subjects, but man, we don't you, get serious. If you, if you need help. Much. Go Ask get help. for help. Yeah, there's always help if you want it, you know, from somewhat, somebody somewhere. So uh, depression is real, kids. It's it's real, it's normal, and especially if you're a creative person, you probably have it. Yeah. So uh, get help when you get need it. Get a support system. I know it's easy to say, but ask for help. That's it? Yeah. Cool. Well, now that I brought the show to a screeching halt, but it's sad, it's sad, but it, it's, you know, we celebrate them at the same time. Yeah. You know, but uh, anyway, so uh, let's talk about contact information for the show, because we got to get up out of here. Let's do it. So uh, we're on Twitter, folks. You can hit me up at Almighty Ray. I'm at Scoops Pope. You can also hit up the show at Ray Brent Podcast. You can go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast. You can email the show, Podcast at gmail.com. Hey, check us out on iTunes and also on Stitcher Radio. Put us on one of your playlists for Stitcher Radio. It helps. And on iTunes, give us a five-star yeah. review. Hey, Knuckleheads, really everybody's listening on iTunes. Give us some five-star reviews. Really? You listen to the just show? Just because there's not a six-star review... Yeah, because you'd think we deserve it. Doesn't mean you shouldn't just give us the five. That's the you know, max. if I can't give them six, I'm not doing it at all. Yep. Don't be that hipster guy. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Obama. Bronco uh. bummer. Uh, let's see here, and that's all that we, people we want to thank on the show. Yeah, David Knoll. David Knoll for producing. He's a great mm-hmm. producer. Puts up the show very, very quickly. He will be in our fantasy football league. Woo! It's a Raisin Brent league. Like most, a lot of the people involved with it are affiliated with the show in some way. Mm-hmm. Because we got Riley Smith coming in this thing, just really right. quick. I mean, I'm Riley excited Smith about from it. True Blood, Benny Arthur, TV's Benny Arthur, Drunk History, and then uh, you know a bunch of fans and listeners, yeah, just like you, and just guys that like to troll people like us. You know, it's the spirit. Pleasantly there. trolling, though, Ray. We're not like mean trolls. Mm. Well, I'm not. <laughs> okay. Yeah, speak for yourself. Uh, of course, we got to thank Jordan Monsell. Oh yeah, Monsell. JordanMonsell.com. Yeah, get some uh, more. Well, we got to get him on really soon. Yeah. Um, and he can do it anytime. I just we just been you know. Let's get him on next week. Yeah, let's get him on next week. Why not? Uh, we got to thank, of course. Uh, this is his birthday, so we got to thank Greg Lopez. What? Yeah, our friend Happy Greg Lopez. Happy birthday, him in a while. Greg Lopez. Happy birthday, murdered man. There you go. That's a pretty great song we wrote for him right there. Yeah, you know what? Now he owes us money. Yep. <laughs> As opposed to every time we use the "Who's getting hey, arrested?" Jingle. He's the one that lives in England, but he's the one who owes us royalties. Oh. We got to thank, of course, we got to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang. Mm-hmm. Got to thank the train wrecks. The train wrecks. And uh, you know what I want to thank? Bane. <laughs> because he will kill the Batman. <laughs> Can't help myself. Hey, you know what uh, I forgot to mention real quick? Like, yeah. When we went on our trip to Arizona. Yeah. Those fans are really nice, man. I, I didn't know, don't know what I was expecting in Arizona. I have a certain perception of, you know. I have a certain of, perception of people from Arizona. Um, they were very nice. That's great. Yeah. I think most places you go, I mean, there's some places you go, like Oakland, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're not particularly nice to you. I and mean, it's a fun stadium and it's very cheap, man. I mean, we sat basically in the front row in the outfield for like 20 bucks and we sat like right above home plate in the third deck, which is like one of the best places for me. Love I it. love that view for 20 bucks. So. Fair enough. Good times. And they had corn dog. They had like, it was, I swear it was like a two foot long, maybe a foot and a half long corn dog there, Ray. They have some crazy stadium I'm a food big out there. fan of corn dogs. Yeah, love it. And in case anybody else you want to thank, Brent? Uh, I'd like to thank Matt Stafford. Why? Because, uh, well, I was getting tired of Johnny Manziel and yeah. he ate him. So <laughs> I don't know. And on that note, I think it's time to get out of here. Good night, everybody. Peace. You're going to have to drag me. Chains are gonna have to drag me out in chains.
what you wanted. 